process. Welcome back. Welcome back. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy. And if I've said it before, I'll say it again. If it's Monday, this must be the fix. I am so glad that you have uh, chosen to join us today. Uh, I'm in studio here with JJ Wani Menez, the engineering extraordinaire. Um, it'd be difficult, if not impossible, to do this without him. And of course, we have John Barker in California, who's our site administrator. So this is not a one-man show. This is a team that's bringing this to you twice a week. Looking forward to moving to three times a week in the next uh, couple weeks. We're going to do Monday the fix. We're going to move the Thursday checkup out to Friday. And we're going to insert a little 10 or 12-minute challenge on Wednesdays called the Coffee Break. And that was a suggestion from my friend Angie T up in Washington. So shout out there. In the next few weeks, I'm pretty excited. Um, My friend Chaz, he's been sober uh, for a minute and he's going to be in studio with us. And we're actually going to do two episodes with Chaz. Uh, One is going to be about uh, what it was like for him out there. And then what was the turning factor, that turning point that got him in the direction of recovery. And then what it's been like since. And You're going to love this guy's story because he is everything that recovery is about. When we talk about you just really taking the bulls by the horn, that that notion of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. And if you really are sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you're going to do some of the things that Chaz has done to resurrect his life and, and, and go from a person with no hope to a person who shares hope. So hope to turn in, tune into that and we'll give you a heads up so you know when to listen. Those will be special podcasts outside of our regularly scheduled podcasts. Hey, I want to give a huge shout out. You know, I, I want to be able to promote um, other podcasts and things that I listen to that encourage me. And there's this show called QOD or Quote of the Day. And it's hosted by this amazing cat, and his name is Sean Croxton. And if you go to, you know, Google Play Store or iOS apps, whatever, you know, type of phone you use, you're going to want to go find Quote of the Day, Sean Croxton. And I'll tell you what, these podcasts are crazy. Uh, Today, it was Garrett Gunderson on Focus, Don't Diversify. Um, Sean Stevenson, never believe a prediction that doesn't empower you. Og Mandino, Zig Ziglar, Steve Harvey, Louise Hay, Benjamin Hardy, just, just a lineup of superstars day in and day out that Sean puts on his uh, podcast. They're about 12 minutes long and they're great for short drives. I'm telling you, you got to go listen to Sean Croxton. It will bless you and encourage you the way it has done me. And uh, give Sean a shout out. Let him know how much you love his content. He will bless you and encourage you. You know, today in the fix, 
you know, we need to be fixed from our insecurity, right? Um, And we come into recovery wondering if we can do anything at all, let something so big and challenging uh, as this thing called recovery. And we actually come in without a purpose. And when you don't have a purpose, it leads and fosters insecurity. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. And 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 I love this quote, and I'm not sure if I heard it from Zig Ziglar or whatever motivational speaker or financial counselor that, that I heard this from, but here's what they said. They said, if, you, if you're born poor, that's not your fault. If you die poor, then that is your responsibility. Let's, let's say that again. Let's check that again. If you are born poor, it's not your fault. But if you die poor, that is your responsibility. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn that around because I love the concept. I love the idea. You remember what it was like to feel like you had no purpose? You know, for some of us, we grew up feeling like we had no purpose. Um, I often say in talks that I, I, I came from nothing. I was convinced I always gonna, was always going to be a nothing, right? And then I was introduced to alcohol and, and, and combinations of drugs and other behaviors that were led to, I was led to as a result of that intoxication. Uh, and, and I became an almost. But, but in my life, I was born, I didn't feel like I had a purpose. I didn't feel like I had anything that mattered that I could really put my arms around to grow into this person that would have a purpose to display the purpose, to live out their purpose. But I was born into that. So that really wasn't my fault, right? My dad was alcoholic. My mom was codependent. I grew up, I was the seven, the middle of seven children. (laughs) I was like a poster child for dependency, right? And we were poor. We didn't grow up with a lot of money. And so I really never felt like I had a purpose in my life. So that wasn't my fault. However, if I was to die without a purpose, without realizing and facilitating and living out that purpose in my life, then guess what? Yeah, you guessed it. That's on me. That no longer has anything to do with my dad, who by the grace of God ended up getting sober. And when he passed away on August 1st of 1988, he did so a sober man. I'm so grateful for that. And I still have a relationship with my mom today, even though she doesn't know who I am. Her mind has demented to that point, but I know who she is. And she squeezes my hand when I say hi. And, you know, that's all I would want as a son. But I live out this purpose now in my life because in recovery, it showed me I have a purpose, that I have a way. And you know what? If there's nothing else that we get from recovery as we carry this message of hope, it tells us to go share that message with somebody else. You know, no matter what program you come from or religious background you come from, if you're, if you're Buddhist, if you're Seventh-day Adventist, if you're evangelical, if you're LDS, any monotheistic religion of the world 
will tell us to go share the faith that we have. There is a purpose that has been put inside of us and to share that internal purpose inside of us to the external world is the purpose of our faith, right? How cool is that to come in seemingly hopeless, helpless, without a reason? Again, what Bill called incomprehensible demoralization. We were convinced to a man that we had nothing to offer, and yet we come in here and we enter into this thing called recovery. We come into this position of wellness, and we're given this purpose, and it grows inside of us. I love what Covey talks about on the four L's, and uh, on my website at recoveryguide.org, one of my one of my video segments, and you might want to go check it out, is on the four L's, and I love how Covey teaches this. It's to live to love, to learn, and to leave a legacy. Is that not crazy or what? You talk about getting fixed. Lock yourself up into some of Covey's realization. Stephen Covey, God rest his soul, he's no longer with us. He was brilliant when it came to expanding our resources, developing a mental map, because I didn't want to just get fixed a little because I was broken a lot, right? Remember how broken you were when you came in? And if something is broken to the degree that we're broken, why would we just need to get fixed a little? I need to be fixed commensurate to the degree that I was broken. And that is why I always want to get another fix. That's why we called this the fix on Mondays. Because week in and week out, day in, day out, sometimes hour in, hour out. Some of us, it's minute by minute. We need to get fixed. Little by little, we realize where we were broken and we get fixed in that area. And we begin to reveal to us the other areas where we were broken and how we can become even more fixed. And that's the miracle of the journey of recovery. Remember, recovery is not a, a destination. It's a process. It's a journey. And along this journey, we meet some pretty incredible people, and our life has even more purpose. So I want to take those four L's. I want to live, right? Like I've never lived before. Because remember when you were dying? Remember when it was like to wonder if you could last another day. I'll never forget that. But I found out I could live. And then I realized that there was something in me that was lovable. Remember how unlovable you felt? That you had destroyed so many things you didn't think you could ever build again. You didn't think you had anything to offer. And then we come in and we start realizing that we weren't what we did. We did be what we did because we were sick. And we start to get a little bit clean, a little bit sober, and we start to realize that we have value. We are somebody. And people start responding to us because we're we're different. We're being transformed. And we start to love who were we becoming. And we start to love without want or or need on somebody else's end. We we love because loving is a wonderful thing. And we're loved back in return. 
And then we realize I need to learn more and more and more to continue to learn how to live and to learn how to love. And as we're going along this to, 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 to live, to love, and to learn, we are leaving a legacy. Because a legacy is what is left behind as we move forward. So we don't have to wait until we die to leave a legacy. It just means that when we die, our living, loving, and learning is over. And the legacy is the culmination of everything we've done in the first three L's moving forward, how we've lived out that purpose. But I'm leaving a legacy for today, a living legacy. Isn't that wonderful? Doesn't that just sound good to be a living legacy? If you haven't had an opportunity to explore Stephen Covey's brilliance of the four L's, look at my website, check it out, recoveryguy.org, the four L's, and go Google Stephen Covey and the four L's. It will blow you away. It will elevate whatever level of recovery you're at today, and it will elevate you to another dimension altogether. I love how we we can be catapulted into another dimension. I love that. Every day is another opportunity for that. So I've got this purpose, you know, and when we live out this purpose, it actually increases our personal security. Remember, we had insecurity when we were out there without purpose. Now we come in here, we start to get a little recovered. We start to get a little well. It increases our personal security, our internal value, and we become of greater significance to those that we would serve in our purpose. And wow, how cool is that? To be coming in with not only nothing to give, but everything we were doing was taken away, to have a purpose, to find out that we can live out that purpose and then realize that as we grow in our purpose, we have greater significance to those that we would serve in our purpose. You know, I have everything that I have because I am gifted of God, of that power greater than myself is giving to me everything that I need because check it out. This power, this God in my life, who's the creator of all things and who has given me a purpose and a, and, a, and a position in life to share, he knows, this power knows that I'm going to take the purpose he's giving me and I'm going to share it in the terms of hope to help someone else see their purpose. And guess what I get? I get more. I often tell people my middle name is more, right? I love it, man. Remember when we were out there ripping and running? There was never enough of anything. We had this insatiable appetite for everything that was going to keep us held hostage to our addiction. So it was more alcohol for me, more alcohol, more drugs, more gambling, more pornography, more more overeating. It was more of everything. But that more was killing me, so it actually was less, right? So then I went to a meeting one time, and I heard this cat up at the podium say that his middle name was more. And I thought, how cool is that? If I was more out there with things that were killing me, 
why aren't I more in here with things that add to my purpose? You know, and I've shared it before and I'll share it again. It's impossible to fill a cup that is not empty. Just like if I don't live out my purpose, my purposeful cup, how can God replenish me with more purpose, right? I love that analogy because it it lends itself to science, to volume, right? If something's if some volume is full, there is no more volume you can add, right? Only things that are depleted in their volume can you add volume to. And I don't need a bigger cup. I just need to empty the cup that I am, right? We are vessels in our purpose. I don't need a bigger vessel to get more. I just need to empty the vessel that I am. And I hope you do that as well. Again, if we are born into life without a purpose, it's not our fault. However, if we die without realizing our purpose, that is our fault and our responsibility. So we are going to release that insecurity that comes without having purpose. We're going to come and understand the principles of recovery. Whatever recovery background you're in, whether it's religious or secular, it doesn't matter. Every one of these plans of recovery of wellness are understanding who we are and that we are somebody, that we have value, that we are endowed by our creator for greatness. And once we understand that greatness and we begin to peel it back and to shine it up and our purpose grows, it increases our personal security or our internal value. And once again, we become of greater significance to those that we would serve in our purpose. Is that your message? Is that what you carry day in and day out? When you wake up in the morning after a great rest, and I hope you're getting good rest, when you wake up in the morning, do you think, what do I have in store for me today? Because I'm ready, right? I did everything I needed to do yesterday and where I made my mistakes, I thought about those mistakes. I made whatever corrections and amends I could. I was able to clear my mind, clear my soul, clear my spirit, so I not only slept, but I rested. I wake up refreshed, ready to go. There's no baggage from yesterday because it's all about today. And I understand my purpose, and my purpose is you. My purpose is to be the best version of me possible so I can be of best value to you. And then I go through my day accordingly. In every relationship, every opportunity, I love my dear friend, Damon Willis, trainer extraordinaire. What a brilliant man. He understands serving people like nobody else I've ever met. And Damon said to leave everyone better than you found them. Make a mental note, write it down, do whatever you got to do but carry that challenge within you. Leave everyone better than you found them. I'm not always perfect in that. I don't always live out my purpose to that degree, but I'm conscious of it. 
I know when I haven't done it, and I try to do the best I can to be a better version of that. Here's the definition of purpose. The reason for which something exists. I'm going to repeat that just to let that set in. The reason for which something exists. The reason that something is done or created. We were created. We just didn't happen. We were created with a purpose. We are a purpose. You are a purpose. And the sooner you realize that you are a purpose, the more you can live out that purpose. I tell people, and I heard this years ago, and a person, and maybe you've heard it before in the different rooms. Well, again, it doesn't really matter what room you came from. The principle is the same. They said that the newcomer is the most important person in the room. You know, and on, on one hand, I can, I can understand why they're saying that because they want to make that person feel comfortable, to feel new. But they said the newcomer is the most important person in the room. And a person said, you know what? If you believe that, then you believe that recovery is like a furnace that needs new coals just to keep it going. Here's what they said. The fact is, if we who are already here in recovery don't do everything we possibly can for ourselves, there's not going to be anyone here when the newcomer arrives. Whoa. Who does that put it back on? It puts it back on me. I am the most important person in the room so I can be important to somebody else. I have a purpose. I have to live out my purpose so I can show you that you have a purpose. And then you show someone else and I show someone else. And next thing you know, we got all these people going around who once were dying, who now have a purpose and they can live, they can love, they can learn, and they can leave a legacy. I hope this is you. I am so glad that you joined me today for The Fix. I love this podcast, and I'm so encouraged that we can share it with you today. We are on all major podcast channels. Please listen, comment, share, subscribe. Let's let's make this thing global even more so. Thank you for joining me on The Fix today. I look forward to seeing you on Thursday for the checkup. Have a great day. This is Robert, and I am the Recovery Guy. I was trying to do everything.